Welcome to the Robert Affalter Show. It is Tuesday, February the 8th of 2022. And I just got back uh, yesterday, actually, from San Francisco. My wife and I spent a long weekend. Got there on Friday and uh, walked about, well, I think we walked over seven miles on Friday, over 10 miles on Saturday, and over 11 miles on Sunday. And just had a great time. First time we'd been together. Each of us have been separately. Um, but first time we'd been together and just walking as tourists, we had a great time. And one of the things I really enjoy is seeing something come together just kind of out of the blue. We were going to go to the Golden Gate Bridge. And we set off in the wrong direction. We knew it was the wrong direction, but we wanted to go get a bagel and uh, coffee. And we did that, and then we went in the correct direction, at least what I thought was the correct direction, to Van Ness. And I said, okay, now we'll just take this, and we'll get on a, a bus at some point. We'll just take that to the end. And if it turns left toward the Golden Gate Bridge, we'll take it. And if it turns right, we'll just get off as soon as possible, and we'll go up and get on another bus. So that was our plan. So finally, a bus came along, and we took the bus, and it got to the end. And at uh, right around Fisherman's Wharf, it made a right. And that was my indication when we were going the wrong way and we were going to get off. So we got off and it had passed another bus that was just on the curb, just parked along the curb and going the same direction we were um, before we made this right turn. So uh, I told my wife, well, I think we need to go back a couple blocks. I think we wound up going too far. So we'll go back a couple of blocks and we'll head off and we'll catch a bus going in the right direction. And we started to walk past the bus with the bus driver and taking his break. And I thought, well, I'll just ask the bus driver. So I go ask the bus driver and he said, no, you want to be on the other side of the street. The bus that goes by there, number 38, that's the bus you need. And I said, okay. And then he said, actually, it's going to be this bus. It's me. And he said, I'm going to go down here and turn around just a little bit and then I'll be over there. And then he said, oh, just get on my bus. <laughs> so because I thought to ask the bus driver, and he told us just to get on his bus, he went about another block and a half and turned around and took us straight to the Golden Gate Bridge and uh, let us off in the parking lot. So it just couldn't have been any better. And I just love it when things like that come together. Um just as it just makes life fun makes life fun when you put out there that you want something to happen and then it just all comes together for you um and there's as i've spoken in the past you know there's always a part we had to play i could have just walked by that bus but i got this thought well just ask the bus driver and i acted on that and uh how many times do we get a thought like that and we just don't pay any attention to it and then later go you know we see something happen we go you know I had a thought like that, and then I didn't act on it. <laughs> so take advantage of some of these thoughts that come to you and follow up on it. You never know where that's going to lead in, in life. And it's one of those things that can just help you play the game a little better. So anyway, that was, that was one experience. Um, we also enjoyed uh, having some great Indian food. And in this restaurant... Uh, give you an idea of what's going on these days. And I suspect it's due to COVID, but uh, we went into a restaurant that the seating capacity was 278 and we were the only ones there for lunch. And it was excellent food, just great food. Um, that, that was just one experience. But there's a lot of places in uh, San Francisco down the financial district that um, 
retail spaces that are open because apparently businesses have gone out. So a lot of places for lease. And I don't know what it's like in other cities, but that's what's happening in San Francisco. So I'm hoping we see a lot of revitalization of our economy and and more people being able to get out and do things. We saw, by the way, a lot of people in San Francisco wearing masks. Um, I'd say I've been telling everybody at least 70%, but I'm tempted to think it's closer to 90% of the people on the street were wearing masks. So gives you an idea of what's happening there. My my brother came to visit us in Bellingham um, back last uh, September. And he said, wow, I thought in New Hampshire we were doing good, but we don't wear masks nearly <laughs> as well as you're wearing in Bellingham. So I'm, I'm sure there's some differences around the country on just how well we're doing on wearing masks. So that's that was our weekend. A lot of walking, a lot of fun. Enjoyed seeing the ocean, enjoyed seeing sea lions at, uh, at one of the piers. Um, Enjoyed all the buildings and everything. Just enjoyed San Francisco. It was, a, it was a great time. Well, what about other ways that you can play the game of life? One of the things I'm getting involved with now is uh, something that's just getting started. It's a, a little movement that we're hoping to make into a big wave. <laughs> it's called the One Million Moderates. And I'm helping Rick Raditz get this off the ground, and I'll be giving you a lot more information later. But we've talked about pentanomics, and that's his his brainchild. Um, pentanomics is this idea that there's five basic economies, five ways that people can act. And the first one you remember was private. And the second one was if you add one person to a, a private economy, you've got the first chance of public they can work together. If you had a third person, by the way, we started off with no people in the, in the world. So this is a, the Genesis thought experience. You start off with nobody. And then when you add one, you can have private action. You can't have anything but private action because there's only one person. You had the second person, and then they can each end act individually, but that's still just private action. But if they work together, you get the first chance of public action. You had a third person, and then you've got this idea that we can have political action because two people can outvote the other one and get something done. So you can actually have a vote on things and outvote somebody. So now you've got political action. And if you had a fourth person and they're not part of the group, you've got the first time you can have foreign action. So you've got somebody outside this group. And the fifth action is when we're acting in a way that will affect people in the future. So you have future action. And Rick's saying, look, those are the only five ways that we can really act. So what we want to do is economize those five ways of acting. And he's saying, look, if something happens that's good, he call, it's, I guess, known as the Pareto or improvement principle or something like that. Uh, if something that would help somebody, something's good, and it wouldn't harm anybody, then we want that to, to happen. No matter how insignificant it is, if it's good and won't hurt anybody, we want that to happen. So we never want to limit good. And no matter how much we could envision improving good, we could always do something better. So really working toward the good isn't necessarily what we want. What we want to do is limit harm as much as possible. And if we do too much, 
we can harm things. And if we do too little, we can harm things. So it's really finding that exact spot where we're, we're doing things exactly right as much as we can. And we know we can never do it exactly right, but we know we can improve on yesterday. And that's a, that's really the basics of, of this whole thing is we aren't going to get it exactly right, but if we improve on it, if we improve on it, if every day we improve on it, um, then, then we got, we're building something. We're, we're getting better over time. And as we look back over world history, um, that's exactly what happens. And, and that's what Rick's saying, you know, we really don't have any choice. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> well, we, well, can we help that along? Can we make conscious decisions that's going to help that along? And I really decided I wanted to be involved in this because I'm so tired of of the left wanting certain things and they got to have everything today or the right's the same way. Everything's got to happen today. And we never think, well, what can we do today that's just going to improve on yesterday? And tomorrow we can do something to improve on what we did today. And just taking little bits at a time and doing what we can. And it seems like no matter which side gets in, in political power, they want to do everything they can because they know they're going to be thrown out of power. Well, what if you, instead of trying to get the whole hog and bite it all at once, what if you just took little bites and said, well, we're just going to do a little bit. We're trying to make as many people happy as possible. It used to be that we said, well, you ran for office on the right or the left, but you tried to govern from the center. And for some reason, we're kind of getting away from that. And I think we need to get back to um, governing from the center and talking about the center and being civil and having debates and trying to think things through. And uh, that's, that's why I'm getting involved. So one of the things I'm really in favor of is thinking things through. Think things through in life, and that's really going to help you play the game better. All right, Robert Affolder signing off, helping you play the game of life. Thanks for listening.